Were there once giant elder trees reaching miles high, spanning the entirety of ancient Earth? As of late, there's been an intriguing theory that's demanded a lot of attention across the internet, that the world was once populated with giant, massive trees that reached our atmosphere. Like the one you see here, for example. This is the North African country of Tunisia's Ugirtha Tableland, located on the western side of the country where it shares a border with Algeria. According to mainstream geology, Jugurtha is a mountain formation known as a mesa, which is the Spanish word for table. National Geographic explains mesas are formed by corrosion, of which water washes away softer, more malleable rock from the top of a hill, leaving behind flatter, stronger rock. Most mesas around the world are actually wider than they are tall, but according to theorists, at its height, this tree was 2.5 miles wide and 10 miles tall. Whether or not these theorists are correct is yet to be determined, but I gotta say, the resemblance to tree stumps is uncanny, almost undeniable. So again, could these massive mountains be remnants of what was a population of behemoth trees spanning the entirety of the earth? The tallest trees in the world today are redwoods towering over California, but these are mere shrubs in comparison, standing in only 300 feet. So yeah, the thought of these being seedlings is absolutely mind-blowing. The past shows that at the end of the day, throughout our Earth's history, which is mostly unknown, there have been periods of gigantism. Remnants of prehistoric creatures that are giant have been found by archaeologists for hundreds if not thousands of years. Prehistoric mammoths like the Megalodon, for example, that reached lengths of over 100 feet. Or when another giant roamed the Earth, dinosaurs during the Mesozoic era, which, apparently, there's now a new change to the theory of what actually caused the dinosaurs to go extinct. According to a new study, they're saying that it could have been a massive volcanic eruption. That was just a little side note that was apparently released within the last couple of days that I'd stumbled on while researching this topic. But back to the subject of gigantism. Some people believe in a theory known as the reduced gravity theory or reduced Earth's gravity. This theory was put forth in 1987 suggesting that millions of years ago, they had half of the gravity that we had today that present day gravity is much heavier or it pulls on us much harder than it did in the ancient past. And that this is what led to dinosaurs being four and five times the size of elephants and giants existing. They attribute this to the expanding earth theory that earth was once much smaller than it is now and also the proximity of the moon theory, etc. But I've also actually heard the theory that the O2 content, the oxygen content, was much greater in the past. And this could have led to gigantism or beings on Earth being larger. One scientist, for example, presented this as evidence proving that the O2 content was greater back then, is the fact that the Brachiosaurus's nostrils are no bigger than the horses today. And that the only reason that would be is that it didn't need as much oxygen intake as a horse does in present day. That the O2 content was richer back then. But what would that be attributed to? Well, massive elder trees, right? And let's not forget the other elephant in the room. The fact that giant humanoid bones have been found in virtually every corner of the earth. It's alleged that it's been covered up. It hasn't been proved. But many theorize that giants actually did exist, spanning heights of 20 and 30 feet tall. It seems that many theorists think a certain institution may have covered this up and they're now too embarrassed to share the truth, etc. I'm not sure on that 100%. I won't elaborate on it. Essentially, if all of this is true, then 
Why is the idea of massive elder trees so far-fetched? Let's look at some ancient text and writing from the book of Enoch in the Bible. The tree grew and was strong, and the height thereof reached unto the heavens, and the sight thereof reached to the ends of all of the earth. That is Daniel 4.11. following is a passage from the first book of Enoch discussing the tree of life. Enoch 26.1 And from there I went to the middle of the earth and saw a blessed well-watered place, which had branches which remained alive, and sprouted from a tree which had been cut down. 26.2 And there I saw a holy mountain, and under that mountain, to the east of it, there was water, and it flowed towards the south. Another one from the second book of Enoch, 8.3 and 8.4 And in the midst of the trees that of life, in that place whereon the Lord rests, when he goes up into paradise, and this tree is of ineffable goodness and fragrance, and adorned more than every existing thing, and on all sides it is in form gold-looking, and vermilion, and fire-like, and covers all, and it has produced from all fruits, for its root is in the garden at the earth's end. End is Eden. One of the most interesting passages from the Bible I've found was Ezekiel 31, 1-9. Check this out. In the eleventh year, on the first day of the third month, God's message came to me, Son of man, tell Pharaoh, king of Egypt, that pompous old goat, who do you astride the world? think you really are. Look, Assyria was a big tree, huge as a Lebanon cedar, beautiful limbs offering cool shade, skyscraper high, piercing the clouds. The waters gave it drink. The primordial deep lifted it high, gushing out rivers around the place where it was planted, and then branching out into streams to all the trees in the forest. It was immense, dwarfing all the trees in the forest. Thick bows, long limbs, Roots delving deep into the earth's waters. All the birds of the air nested in its boughs. All the wild animals gave birth under its trees. All the mighty nations lived in its shadows. The line that got me the most right there was, The primordial deep lifted it high. The waters gave it drink. Does that mean, and what I take from that is, The roots traveled so deep that they bypassed our oceans and broke into the waters below, meaning the large caches of fresh water below our ocean that's said to be three to five times more fresh water below the ocean floor than the amount of water in our oceans on the surface. And I thought this was interesting. It says, that marks the end of big tree nations. No more trees nourished from the great deep. No more cloud-piercing trees. No more earthborn trees taking over. They're all slated for death back to earth, right along with the men and women from whom it's dust to dust. And there are potential examples of these trees of life all over the globe. We have Ben Bulbin in Ireland, Mount Connor in Australia, all flat and round as if something cut them clean. Mount Garfield in Colorado, the Superstition Mountains in Arizona, Mount Rorema and the amazing Cerro Atana in Venezuela. What's more is one of the local native tribes in Venezuela had a story about Atana. For the Pieroa natives, they called it the sacred stump that brings the fruits of the world. Their mythology states that it was a tree that reached the heavens and it brought fruits to all creatures of the Amazon. Their story states that one day a god and his nephew, his nephew of which turned into a paca, actually cut it down to get all the fruits at once. Then we have the Devil's Tower of Wyoming. And those of you that know Steven Spielberg's Close Encounter of the Third Kind know the Devil's Tower. It has a profound resemblance of an ancient tree stump that was cut down. 
And though gentlemen like Graham Hancock share the following info, it has not been substantiated, so doubt still remains. And when tracing back the original post on Facebook, it was actually posted by a satirical account. So needless to say, it likely doesn't have any grounds or any backing, but a claim nevertheless. In 2017, there was a claim that Wyoming scientists from the Wyoming State Department discovered a massive root system under the Devil's Tower. It spanned up to four miles deep and over seven miles wide, was the claim. It's said that the photo that was used was photoshopped in the end and that the roots shown in the picture were actually that of a corn stalk. It went viral. The Wyoming State Department denied these claims and said they never conducted any type of experiments. But it put it out there and nevertheless, you always got to wonder, maybe. Regardless of that, you have to consider almost every ancient society in the world. The majority of them have had some sort of record stating a tree of life existed from the ancient Aztecs to the Egyptians. In the end, it's kind of telling that they all spoke or wrote of a tree of life in their ancient scribes. And if you're wondering what could have possibly cut them so cleanly and smoothly, now this claim is not founded and it has not been verified, but that has an unusual resemblance to a massive axe. Located in San Juan County, New Mexico, this is the Biste de Nazan Wilderness, a 45,000 acre trove of these types of anomalies. This structure in particular has led some to believe that giants were responsible for the felling of the elder tree. Some of them so massive, they did it in one foul swoop with that of an ax. Hard to say if there's any truth to it, but it's compelling evidence nonetheless. Regardless, again, it hasn't been verified. In the end, we may never figure out what exactly did it or if these mountaintops are even elder trees at all. But the evidence is mounting. One last picture I got to show you guys. This is crazy. This is Mount Strickland in the Yukon of Canada. I mean, damn. Like I said, though, at the end of the day, it hasn't been verified and it hasn't been proven. But it's fun to ponder over, right? Can't we all have an imagination? It's what we do. It's what I love to do. Present the stuff to you guys. You do what you will with it. Think what you will with it. I'm not trying to sway you any which way. My job is to just get your ticker ticking. I'm just trying to get y'all thinking and enjoying these awesome stories and these theories at the end of the day. So I hope y'all enjoyed this video. Stay tuned for more. Stay in the love, stay in the light. I am out. Oh, and last but not least, there's also the theory that the Lord cut them down to prevent giants from climbing them for the great flood. I am out.